0: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? And what comes rolling down the driveway for dinner but this, the super duper weenie wagon? Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters. 16.0 ounces on the dial.
1: The Kamish Wiley Withers, Cody Wyman, Sandro Arivalo. This is the Booze Cast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com. And on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All
0: right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like
1: to drink beer. We need to get a drop that has us opening cans so that way we can... You know, take
2: care of that sound. So You're right. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't disagree with that.
3: Otherwise, Here. you have Sondra and I for sound
2: effects. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will get better as time goes on. I this think is, so. This is really just to push you to think be better. We're, I think we're pretty good already. Yeah, we actually, we recorded uh, <laughs> close to 15 minutes, <laughs> and then had some audio issues with the computer, and uh, welcome to Take Two on Draft 54, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this again, shall we? I don't drink anymore, but on the other hand... I don't drink any less. I I do, too. And, like, after our first little uh, kerfluffle, as it were, um, I feel it's really appropriate. Uh, Welcome (laughs) into Draft 54, everybody. Uh, Take two of Draft 52. Give me two. 54. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking Booze Cast is a mess tonight, but uh, we're having a good good time, so hopefully you guys will be uh, having a good time listening to this wherever you are. What are we getting to today? Uh, Sandro talks a little bit about uh, religious drinking
1: yeah. across
2: all religions as it were.
1: It seems like it's like a you know, totally religious time out there. There's people eating fish burgers on Fridays.
2: Yeah, like uh, Lent Passover. There's a lot going on so and all that pizza, good stuff.
3: P- pizza. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> See? Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs>
0: think not even a single letter.
3: <laughs> there's people eating matzah. Out there, I'd rather be eating pizza. <laughs> not not eating just <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's pizza oh eating matzo God.
1: out there. Wow! All
2: wow. right, also, uh, one of the things that got missed in the first 15 minutes that got uh deleted is that we do have a new drop when everyone's uh, when anytime someone slurs, misspeaks like I did or Coley did, we get one of these.
0: Like, not even a single letter, I'm getting a lot of use out of that letter.
2: That's when it's not like egregious enough to be
0: when you start to pound some drinks and you get.
2: But just enough where you, you know, you see. And say, there's a weed one coming up soon, right? Oh weed. Oh, no. Oh, oh, yeah. The, uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's. I'm not going to say anything else about. I know what you're talking about. I was kind of buzzed up when I told you that, and I kind of wish I'd sprung it on you. Yeah, well, you didn't. You know, but I didn't. No. I let, it, I let it fly on out there. But um, anyways, and Coley uh, is going to be talking about Pabst Whiskey. Which, oh. Which I'm gonna guess nobody what? is drinking. Well, I mean,
1: it's like ta- an abortion clinic in Iceland. Yeah,
3: tall. Yeah, it's, it's been aged for like five seconds. Oh, there you <laughs> go. It's ready for production. There you
2: go. And I'm guessing nobody's drinking that uh, on a religious basis. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, we're gonna Sting do this. Um, let's. Uh, so, we're gonna so help get...
3: them. God, if they're not. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, right. Shame, shame.
2: So uh, let's get on uh, back to uh, the beer of the day. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water.
0: The Beer of the Day.
2: Beer of the Day is something that both me and Sandro had over the weekend. Uh, You were very excited when you saw that they were there. Dude, I was super stoked. You were super
3: (laughs) How stoked? (laughs) Nice.
2: (laughs) Super stoked. Super. Um... This one comes from Monterey, California, a little hotbed up there between Monterey and Santa Cruz of uh, craft beer in the in the Bay Area of Northern California. This comes from Alvarado Street Brewery, and this is their Stealth Mission West Coast IPA. I'll pretend there's a. Uh...
1: <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing.
2: <laughs> I, th- I think I actually have the Ozima drop, but I can't find it, so I'm not oh going to. Ozima. Oh, Zima. Are they bringing Zima. that back? That's what I want to know. Can't, it they, tried. They bring it back every year. They tried. They
3: can do it around Memorial Day. Yeah. I drink so it good. at the pool. I mm. give zero fucks. The 90s were a great time to be alive. I was a kid, and my neighbor let me have some of hers. There you go. Aww. Little sips. Delicious.
2: Little sips. Delicious. So, <laughs> <That's totally> uh, <laughs> <it was>. delicious. <laughs> that so, really
3: that. our
2: Thanks. beer of the day today is a seven percent on the ABV alcohol. And in terms of IBUs, has it got IBUs? It's
1: Misto IBU, huh? Yeah.
3: How about no?
2: No IBUs uh, for this one, but it does have an untapped score of four point zero two.
3: It's really, really tasty.
2: Yeah, this is not yeah, bad. I love this
1: one, this one's amazing. I like it. This a is lot. one, of, this is a great beer. Thank you, Commissioner. I like the, it a lot. Nice. <laughs> Delicious.
2: And I do like also that their cans are still kind of old school, so I kind of half a label, like somebody somewhere just kind of peeled yeah, right. it off of
1: a of a printer and stuck it to the can.
2: Um, hmm.
3: Yeah, that's probably legit what happened.
1: Then that I'm good with that. You know, I mean, it's helping the economy. That's a job for someone right there. It I, is, I yeah. With, MG, with MGM label cutting sticker. $300 million
3: worth of costs and all their bartenders, I mean, they got to make it for it somewhere, right? You
1: oh, know, Are they just are doing the robot? Park, Remember bartenders? the AE? No. Well, yeah, they're like rolling around with cocktails and shit. Don't no, for no, people no. That are in casinos. No,
3: we talked about this last okay, time. Okay, all right.
1: I thought it, I read more about that, actually. Really? Yeah. I did. He said it
3: was just a machine behind the bar, and it's like a quick program, and it has all the mixers. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: so okay. the servers on the uh, floor go back behind the bar and push a button, and a rum and coke comes out or whatever. Like, magically. Just, just like that? You know, we covered that <laughs>
3: last week. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just in case anyone missed. Remember? That's why See, I said... That's why I probably should listen I to the podcast. AE instead
3: stuff. of AI. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is what happens
2: when Sandro does the boot newscast (laughs) on
1: weed wait what who (laughs) hey you want to get high man
2: anyways uh this is what uh uh, alvarado street wants you to think about this beer time for a little stealth you up for it west coast ipa all the citrus and tropical (laughs) i'm reading this off my phone so i almost said (laughs) here's where it gets sexy um (laughs) West Coast IPA, all the citrus and tropical holes you can handle.
3: Oh, my. Dink. Oh,
2: yeah. All the tropical notes you can handle from an arsenal of mosaic, (laughs) Eldorado, and Simcoe hops. Finishes dry with a moderate bitterness. It's like way drinkable, which is what they actually say. So, uh, if you want to know more, AlvaradoStreetBrewery.com is where you would go to check it out. Solid. Yeah, no, this is a really solid beer. Uh, if you like West Coast IPAs, I like the fact it's like right in the middle, like 7% in terms of the ABV. Alcohol. Like it's not, not going to kick your ass. It's a little bit dry. It's not like dank, as it were. Mm. Not going to overload you. It's yummy. This is good if you're like, if you're going to drink a lot of IPA in one day, this ain't a bad choice.
3: That's hmm. well, really good.
2: That's what Wiley Withers thinks. And I am the commissioner.
3: So, I really like the can art. It's cool, huh? It's like...
2: Um, <coughs> it's
3: someone surfing in the sunset. Or maybe...
2: Oh, shit. There is a surfer on there. Now I see. I thought it was an oak tree. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that
2: was a sand dune. How I about didn't no? <laughs> yeah, I didn't take a...
1: Uh, how about no? I didn't
2: take a hard look. Yeah. My bad.
3: Soft look only.
2: Mm-hmm. Soft look only. Okay. <laughs> the super duper weenie wagon. All right. Anyways, well, why don't we get on now uh, to the song of the day? Music. Remix.
0: Alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The song of the day.
1: It's been a long year, you know. Huh,
0: trying to live. I couldn't see the limits to my
1: own. <laughs> damn, if I don't, damn, if I don't know. All these people
3: I've avoided, I could have been you there somewhere. All these faces I've performed with. To tell you the truth, I always should wonder
1: if you would hide for me to know the places I've been. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> my.
2: This song right here is called Sanity, by a man named Nick Murphy. From his album, Run Fast, Sleep Naked.
3: all right
2: then. So, uh, Nick Murphy is an Australian singer-songwriter best known by his former stage name, Chet Faker.
1: Okay. You guys know Chet Faker? I've heard of this
2: one. Love Chet Faker. And I've been listening to this song, I'm like, damn, that's a great song. So I started, put it in, researching, it, and said, holy shit, that's Chet Faker. Chet Faker is awesome. So he released, uh, under the name Chet Faker, released an EP back in 2012 called Thinking in Textures. It won him the Breakthrough Artist Award uh, of the Year, as well as Best Independent Release from Rolling Stone. Murphy decided to play under the stage name Chet Faker after people came to his shows thinking he was a different Nick Murphy, who was already an established magician. Or magician.
0: Like, uh, not even a single letter. Not uh, an established
2: musician down in Australia. So, uh, according to him, he settled on the name Chet Faker as an homage to jazz lit legend. Fucking hell, dude. I'm going to be using that a whole lot. I'll wait till I get to the end to use that again. Nice. Uh, as an homage to jazz legend Chet Baker. Which is awesome, too. I love that dude. He's yeah. amazing. Here's what he had to say about that. I listened to a lot of jazz, and I was a big fan of the way he sang. When he moved into mainstream singing, he had a really fragile vocal style, this really broken up, close up, and intimate style. The name is kind of an ode to Chet Baker and the mood of the music he used to play, something I would like to at least pay homage to. In my own music. So, this is his new album coming out. Uh, comes out in, um, I think, April 26th, I believe it comes out. So, April 20th. It comes out next month, basically, or this month. Yeah. Rather. It sounds cool. He's also touring in the US and Canada in May and June. If you want to uh, book some tickets, I think he's playing at the Wiltern uh, in the LA area. Well, I know. That's an amazing venue out to right there, too. Dude, the Wiltern's great. Yeah, yo. Such a great little theater. Uh, Nick Murphy Music is uh where you go to check out uh tour dates and all of that good stuff
3: some of it kind of reminds me of jamiroquai
2: okay yeah a little bit it's got that kind of groove along and whatnot because
3: they were really like jazzy and you know what i mean like they were just like jazzy bluesy they had some i can hear it but they also had like
2: this song is almost like like their
3: background i'm trying to think like their background was like new age or like like what, what is am that? What uh, am I going for here?
2: I know what you're talking about, and it and it Almost feels like the like
3: Black this. Keys. You know, they got their like background shit going on, and it's all but they're like.
2: No, I totally, I totally know.
3: So remi- they remind me of it. He reminds me of Jimi. <laughs> that's cool. It's but it's tough today. It's hard to speak.
0: <laughs> like not even a single letter.
3: I am on the struggle bus <laughs> right nice. now.
0: The struggle bus.
3: Yeah. I'm but sure. for
2: those for those who don't know, this is um, the song that made a big in uh, in America. Which is a little different Than the one he's releasing now As Nick Murphy Yeah a little more ambient Dude by the way this video Is so freaking cool It's someone Someone riding in the back Of like a a pickup or something With a camera And you can't see the pickup, you see the road. And it's in the middle of the night in the desert. I think I showed in one of our sessions, yeah, yeah, one of our drunk video sessions. But it's three chicks roller skating behind and they're doing like weaving and doing this kind of roller skating dance with only the brake lights illuminating them and stuff. It's freaking amazing. Um, This is the song that got me into Chet Figure though. Still one of my favorite all time songs. Sandra, you gotta know this one because I think this is your kind of music. I've heard uh. this
1: one before for sure.
2: I used to listen to this when I'm driving and uh, like heading up to go camping in the Eastern Sierras. Just let this go, like cruising up through the pine trees. Freaking badass. Yeah, KCRW played
1: this one. For sure. All right, let's see. Yeah,
2: this song went viral on uh, on the YouTubes, as it were, back in uh, 2012. And that's <laughs> you, part of what. Uh, do you
1: do the YouTube? I do the YouTubes. Do you do you YouTube? <laughs> I yeah. love when like, Michael Scott on The Office says, I even think that YouTube's going to come and film it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what she yeah. said. So, Coley, how was your week?
3: Oh, man. Um, well, Nick and his brother own a rental property, and of course we're in between tenants and it's just kind of a pain and uh, we Those last
2: people were kinda of fucking it up a little bit, right? If I remember correctly, or is that the same tenants that
3: No, these were like new people. They were cool. Oh, they just okay. they had a dog that had anxiety or something and it destroyed a lot of stuff. So well, we sorry, had, Darby. We had that to go and um uh, <laughs> fix that <laughs> and some
1: doggy annex.
3: Right. So we're just um trying to get that I guess well, we fixed it up and I, I actually think we might put it on the market. Oh no shit. It. Yeah.
2: Well, I because mean, I feel like, you know, you change over every year and a half, every year. It's
3: like every six to 12 and you, months. It's and terrible. Nick's got to
2: go in and do his carpentry thing and take care of all that. And like, I, I you know. Yeah. And, you that. know,
3: yeah. So Steve, you know, takes care of a lot of it, like monetarily. And Nick does a lot of the physical labor to save us money, you know, more money. And it's just I don't know. So we'll we'll kind of see how mm-hmm. it goes. I mean. The market's high right now, and it's a good time to sell. So am I. So spring. So I, it's spring. <laughs> so I spent oh, we. my weekend kind of helping him as much as I can. I can't do much, but I was able to, like, mm. swiffer the floors in vacuum.
2: <laughs> Dude.
3: And, you know, just, like, wipe stuff down and go Say one that. thing
2: for Coley. Say she can swiffer. I
3: can, I can swiffer. <laughs> swiffer, swiffer, swiffer. I can't even say it fast. Oh, yeah. And, um... Uh, Yeah, I didn't, that's really, oh, you you know, I went to get my TSA pre-check today.
2: Oh, that's a big step, and Mm -hmm. it's something I've been uh, contemplating,
1: not
0: even a single letter.
3: How did that go? (laughs) Something you've been contemplating?
2: (laughs) Yes, how did
3: that go? Oh my gosh, it's it's really easy, you fill out, you fill out an application online, we've been drinking for five hours.
0: Yeah, what the hell's going on in here? You fill out an
3: application online, and You just pick an appointment. It's right off of Vineyard in Oxnard. Oh shit! I thought you had to
2: go down to the airport.
3: That's the international traveler one. This is just like for like domestic flights because we travel for work.
2: God, that'd be way easier. And
3: if you have an Amex corporate card, not just any Amex card, but an Amex corporate card, um, you pay for it. It's like eighty-five bucks, and then they refund you.
2: Oh, well, okay. Well, okay. So
3: my boss and I were like, hells, yeah, let's do it. So we yeah. went together. We had a little date and we went and got our TSA Dude, pre-checks. Awesome. <laughs>
2: nice. I always uh, like, you know, I went to Vegas, like, you know, told the story of that last week, mm-hmm. but that TSA pre-check, man, I, I was eyeing it. I'm like, damn, that'd be nice.
1: <laughs> it's super so nice. nice. I, so you, you don't take off your shoes. You keep your shoes on, yep. Oh, man, I'm in. Basically be a drug mule. <laughs> uh, well, you maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, have, I have a clean, clean slate here, so. Yeah, and a clean butthole. No drugs up there. <laughs> no drugs up. No drugs, hole. unlike Sancho. Oh my goodness!
3: <laughs>
1: who, t- who are you talking to? <laughs> 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 Pablo Escobar. Yeah.
3: Oh, man. he is Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Look at him. Dang. You guys had like a way more. Oh, okay. I do have something funny to say though. So really quick, on Friday I went dress shopping with Liz for wedding dress shopping, and she tried this one on and it, the. The way, like, the lady put the back out for the train, there were two trains, and I looked at her, and I was like, you know, if Nick was here, he'd be like, two trains, and I almost cried. I laughed so hard at my own joke, and everyone else there just kind of looked at me. No one found it as funny as me.
0: Big Dick Nick.
2: (laughs) I will never forget the time he yelled that at a winery for my birthday. Two chains. And boy, did the VIP guests of that winery look shocked. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. Nick, yeah, well. yeah turns yeah. out it echoes
2: when nick talks like nick i swear to god is like a bullhorn See? that's why it's funny with that big dick nick drop that that kind of jamaican air horn at the end it's really kind of how he sounds when he gets loud he projects yeah he can yeah. project like a mofo and
3: he just gets drunk and yells two chains <laughs> so that's cool when it had two trains it was great Sandro, enough Yo. about me. How was your week?
1: It was great. You know what? I uh, I finally broke through with my first acting gig. Like, I'm proud to say that I'm part of the Booze League commercial that was bad ass. Thank you to you, you, you Wiley, the commiss. You commish, killed it. Dude. It was Thank hilarious. You. Man, I got multiple uh, notes on that that said I looked really, <laughs> well, you, you know, like I looked good. You know, <laughs> I want to I hear these <laughs> notes though act, You acted
3: the part. You looked really. Act sad the and fuck
2: out it. of that part. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. I want to hear like I want to hear more about that. Hold on. <laughs>
1: So, uh, first off, i like Movie to thank Buzz. the Academy of, uh, <laughs> the drop go. <laughs> no, um, man, it was awesome. I honestly was so pumped on that and, uh, seeing, seeing me kind of break through was kind of stoked. I just sound super vain saying that, but I really liked it. I liked seeing, myself, you know, it was really like, funny to me though, cause you I'm were the, it.
2: you were the first one we filmed for that commercial and I went out and I'm like, just sit there and just look really depressed. I was like, you got it boss. <laughs> and like he like <laughs> oh the, the big size and he's looking off in the distance and just like yeah, it was amazing and, dude, and then it was you had awesome. uh,
3: shannon like leaning over the bars like the mm. it was like a bar or something and she's leaning oh over, you know what my out. favorite part
1: is when tug's laying on the couch like he's are a therapist and my feet are there like crossed <laughs> with yeah. like the nice shoes <laughs> yeah. it looked like a therapist dude that was awesome and, yeah, and then when you guys had like that?
3: fake fun you're like um you do the shuffleboard and you're like, yeah, <laughs> and you cheer. And it was like, the total
1: awkward so good, yeah. Yeah. dude. That, yeah. But the whole like way it came together was pretty sick. I'm really yeah, happy like, about the way awesome. it turned out, you know. Yeah. So
2: I kind of like walk, look through all the, all the footage that we got. And originally we actually like poor Sandro stood there for like 10 minutes reading <laughs> off the lines that the announcer eventually said, like trying to get it right and trying to get the sound right. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have a voiceover guy do it, which is cool. It makes it pulls it together, though. You know yeah. what I mean? It makes it sound super professional. He was the first one I looked at and he sounded so <laughs> drug commercial. I'm like, done <laughs> yeah, here. He nailed it first try. I'm like, perfect. That's
1: awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So work no, that was cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we got to do the Tascadero uh, craft beer guild for the Central Coast Fest where dude, we connected with a lot of people out there. League land. Thank you so much. It was super nice to meet you. You're rad. Keep up the support, and uh, yeah, if you guys can cruise down to the Brute Nanny, we'd love to see you again. A lot of people said they were going to come down. Do so, it. Uh, that'd be, that would do be do awesome. And
2: we got a lot of really good feedback about swag, for instance. Or oh,
1: man, it's just amazing feedback. Everyone was so kind and super nice. Uh, it was really nice taking it out there on the road. Looking forward to doing more events with Andreas out there, you know, yep. surfing suds and everything coming up. Man, it was awesome. Absolutely. Couldn't say, couldn't say anything else better, dude. It was rad.
2: So I'll roll over, over into my week. Are we? Yep. Yep. So uh, on that note, so I was actually going, because, uh, you know, I, I designed a new shirt today based on an interaction at the Central Coast Beer Fest, and I made a, a logo that looks like a beer logo, <laughs> yeah. you know, that says, uh, this body brought to you by, and with big letters, beer, you know, uh, drink hard, live big, right, or something like, live large. But it was inspired by a interaction with a very large gentleman who came up asking for a 4X shirt, yeah. which we have literally never made. Yeah, it had to be a tank top, too yeah and a tank top <laughs> wow he's
3: really picky beggars can't be choosers yeah, shit
2: honestly but he was the man though that means I gotta change my request for a quote to, I gotta add in at least one 4x tank top there <laughs> <we> <laughs> for, the, for my gots man you gots to but uh, it was funny because he came up and he's like you know what I mean 4x and like we never even made a 3x we've yeah.
1: gotten 2x I mean the 2x's are sheets I could like sleep in one of those things
2: but he he looked at me That's and huge. he, he yeah. like patted himself he's like I mean, I'm hey that. I didn't get this body by not drinking
3: oh well, nice and I'm like I respect his
2: commitment point. Yeah. so I jokingly Said, you know what? I'm going to make a, a shirt, Body by Beer. He's like, I'd buy it and all my friends would buy it. So yeah. now we have a new shirt coming. He was into it. He was like legit
1: <laughs> super pumped That's into it. That's pretty awesome. Dude.
2: What now, a cool guy. It was great. And look, Andreas, uh, he's uh kind of the organizer also for Surf and Suds right. and whatnot for those listening at home. um It was kind of weird because Surf and Suds, you can drive on and offload and then get your car out of the way. Here, you can't drive because it's on. It's on the the it's park. A
1: park. They have sprinklers and stuff. They don't yeah, want to. Yeah, and, it, them and up. it's in
2: front of like City Hall. It's yeah. like right in the middle of the town. And you pull up and a bunch of volunteers run up and just start grabbing your shit.
1: That's And awesome. like,
2: "All right, where are we going?" They're like, "Uh, Boots League, guy. Uh, it's a uh, section G4." Off they go. And I'm like, "Uh, and I just was handing shit to people. I'm like, I felt so bad. I'm like, uh, all right. Uh, do you need uh Do that's really cool." And then uh way to go, Andres? Yeah, Andres, dude. It Handled. Yeah, no, that was rad, dude. Really well-produced event. He he puts
1: together super solid events that uh, are so much fun. If you're in the area, you definitely got to cruise to him. 100%.
2: Yep, 100%. Then I tried to come home on Sunday. That didn't work out because I came home, got hungry, went to lunch at Firestone real quick, you know, like ate a salad, like something light because we we went deep. We went deep. That's another thing. I had a salad the next day, too. After we got done, we wandered around at Tuscadero. Uh, There's not much to do, turns out. Ended up at uh, Que Pasa in a Tascadero mm-hmm. and we drank about five or six margaritas mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. ended up staying up all night till like two in the morning playing Billy Joel songs at each other like mm-hmm. oh but have you listened to this and we'd sit mm-hmm. there Oh
3: no you guys we, had a mm-hmm. Billy Joel, moment.
2: We had a oh, Billy Joel was moment some other stuff going on but yeah definitely had a Billy Joel a lot of moment, Billy Joel sure. going but in cool a lot of like Sandro was cool enough to bring up a lot of beers with the fridge oh, so, was so was we had not. it was a, good time, a lot good. of margaritas and then went <laughs> to yeah. crash out and then ended up listening to Billy Joel all night yeah. that was um cool
1: it was fun, man. That was, it was dude, a, good time. a good time. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, Atascadero is interesting for anyone out there that's living there. Like, hey, well, yeah, more power to you. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but other than that, you know, hey, onward and upwards to the next festival, right? Yeah, I can't
2: wait. Uh, anniversary and then Buckles and Brews. Yeah. And then got stuck it. at uh, Firestone Brewery on Sunday because I had it. a few beers. That doesn't sound. And uh, <laughs> hey, guess what came back? My buzz came back.
1: Welcome back. Yeah,
2: so I ended up staying up there that night. But nice. it was good. I actually went to the back room and and made some connections. I actually hung out um after hours at the back room up there, talking to the people. Like you know, I saw uh, J Pad, who's an old, OG booze league person who who used to work for Firestone, went to Argentina for a while. Like, oh, he doesn't work for Firestone anymore, but. Cool to Jennifer Padilla, yep. Oh yeah, no yep. Yeah, we to work events and stuff. Together. Yeah, she's, she's cool. cool. Yeah, you yeah, saw her up there, and then uh, made a. Uh, we really talked a lot to the people that own uh, the back room about doing some stuff with them. So nice. So there it was a go. very productive. Sunday. And he
1: is the commissioner. That's damn straight. <laughs> and I am the commissioner. I'm always networking. And I'm
2: probably always drinking. <laughs> nice. So, um, anyways, well, let's uh, move on from there. How about the news?
0: Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to, this is the Booze Line News, KBCE Booze League Radio.
2: Gotta be honest, I kind of felt like as we got to the end of me, you know, babbling on. Yeah. I kind of got this look from you. Well. We're waiting.
1: No, I was going to, I, I like that. Well, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at me. Yep. There we go. No, dude, it's good. Got to have those. Me. You're pumped.
2: No, it was actually, it was a really, really good time up there. Um, it, <laughs> Getting up at 5 a.m. Uh, Monday morning to come back to work was not quite uh, the great time, but, you know.
3: You got up at 5 a.m. to leave Atascadero and come back to work. No, uh,
2: Solvang. Oh. Made it back down to Solvang, and then I uh, got to work. You know, the ironic part of it is I actually got to work at 715, which I never do. So, you know, there's that. You're productive. Bam. Look at me.
1: Cliff bar monster. (laughs) Look at me.
2: That was definitely a cliff bar monster (laughs) than a a monster beef jerky day. And now I have a whole lot of uh, sodium rich old trapper hanging out in one of my desk. Old trapper by Quavo.
1: It just tastes like something that would be a product of a Gypsy
2: Curse. All right, so our first story of the day, um, Coley, I think I actually sent this to you and said, this seems like a Coley uh, segment, um, has to do with Amazon.
3: Yep. Yes, sir.
2: According to a new survey, Americans spent an estimated $48 billion last year drunk shopping online. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely.
2: Nearly 85% of those shoppers visited and bought something on Amazon. I mean, you do the math on that. Amazon's doing just fine with the beer uh, or yeah, with right, the booze yeah. drinking crowd. Cool, mm-hmm. Stores and clothes or uh, shoes and clothing are the most popular purchases uh, for this average checkout. And this kind of blew me away. Average checkout was $444.
3: Holy shit.
1: That's amazing.
2: Like, I mean, look, I tend to buy a lot of stuff for booze league, like I just got a new camera so we can do booze league TV. It's like 4K camera, blah blah blah. You know that costs a certain amount of money. Sure, but I can't imagine just hopping with without a purpose, hopping on drunk online, and buying
1: something on Amazon.
2: Well,
3: the thing is though, when you're drunk, you still have a purpose. Yeah, it's not you're without really purpose. Focused. You <laughs> just you- I bought a
1: I bought a putter online, and I was drunk on when I like wanted to buy it, and I had it in my cart. Was like had the number in, was about to hit send, and like just something was like, you know what, chill. And then I I woke up the next morning, and I was like, okay. I was a little sober, and I was like, you know what? I still want that. So I I did it. I bought it anyways. But I did wait, though, so some of us do have some restraint.
3: Yeah. I am not one of those people. (laughs) And I forget that I do it, and I wake up in the morning and check my email and have a receipt from Nordstrom for a Marc Jacobs laptop bag. $444. Mm -hmm. That's That's pretty serious. So
2: this study was conducted by The Hustle. Uh, They surveyed 2,000 alcohol drinking in Americans and asked about their online shopping habits. Here are the numbers if you guys want to hear them. 79% said they'd bought something at least once while drunk out of 2,000.
1: <laughs> Duh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> more alcohol? Yeah. Like, I mean, you mean online? Hello? Of course. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Women were slightly more likely to make drunk purchases online compared that's sexist. to men. Slightly. Wiley, that is slightly. sexist. Shame. Eighty <laughs> percent. I'm just kidding. <laughs> to seventy-eight percent. Only two percent more likely.
1: Oh my god, that's so silly. So
2: millennials bought eighty-two percent. They were the most. Gen Xers seventy-nine percent, and baby boomers only 69%. See, mo- are sixty-nine percent. Sixty-nine. Oh, nice. There you go. Millennials are good for the economy. Yeah, no, it's true. They they'll well, they're good for online. That's for sure. <laughs> so here's another breakdown. Here, people who earn an average of a hundred thousand dollars or more are most likely to buy online when drunk.
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: Seventy-five to ninety thousand are eighty percent likely to do it, and fifty to seventy-four or seventy-eight. So really, mm. even then, you're still likely to do it, which yeah. is kind of amazing. Yeah. So here's that the. It sounds pr- about right, though. Professions that buy the most.
3: Oh God. Those were executive assistants.
2: No, actually not even listed, no. Damn it. Sorry, you're an outlier. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just a consumer whore, let's just be honest. Look at me!
2: Professions that buy the most, those working in sports are 94% likely to buy shit online drunk, transportation's 92 and oil energy, 91%. Interesting. Wow. Uh, the Hustle concluded that the survey suggests that people who equate their self-worth to their appearance are more likely to consume booze. Gotcha.
0: Wow. So, guilty. Okay. Shame. Shame.
2: So, yeah, that happened. All right, I only got one more, and I, I kind of mentioned last week that we do a, a controversy update.
3: Oh, yes.
2: So, we're going to do a controversy update. I w- also had plans to do a big old like, uh, intro for it and everything else, and I thought, ah, it's not worth it. It's it's Bud Light after all, right? I mean.
0: Let's go, Bud Light You just
3: need me yelling corn every time you guys play cornhole and someone makes a hole-in-one, I yell corn.
2: That's true. She she is like nails for that. Yeah. Cool. She, she does that more than she makes cornholes. I'll tell you that. It's
3: true. Anytime anyone makes a cornhole, I yell corn. Just, <laughs> I don't know. You just need a drop of me doing that.
2: All right. We'll get it. We'll definitely get it. All right. So the fallout continues from the infant. <laughs>
0: fucking damn it like not even a single letter
2: infamous corn syrup commercial so this was uh february 3rd that this aired for super bowl like it's been a while ago and this the corn controversy rolls on uh for those uh who are not familiar basically bud light claimed that all their competitors use corn syrup in their beer and they try to play on people's fears of high fructose corn syrup uh gemma heart could be gemma Hart, might be gemma Hart. we'll find out the vice president of communications for Ann Houser Bush said in a statement, "This campaign is intended to point out key differences from Miller Lite and Coors Lite. Those beers are brewed with corn syrup. Bud Light is not. Those are the facts. Technically true, but again, kind of an asshole. Hearing a lot of fluff there.
1: Yeah, it's mm. it's it.
2: The fact they're sticking so hard to their guns. Yeah. And I think the fa- I think that honestly they're like they're trying to ride the controversy to uh, profit, but." Mm. That how being does the said, Corn
1: Belt of America feel about that? They hate it. The corn lobby oh, hates it. Imagine so. Yeah,
2: corn they corn lobby hate it. Yeah, yeah, corn lobby is very upset about
1: it. But this, uh, how does Cornwallis
2: feel about it? I don't know. <laughs> I,
3: you should ask his brother Cornholio. Uh,
2: I wish I had drop for that. Not a whole lot of uses for it, but it would have really come right. in key right, to right now.
1: Cappuccino for my mung hole.
2: But here's what's interesting: is that Miller Coors, and uh, which is Coors Light and Miller Light, have both started an interesting response to this. Um, Miller uh, released an ad called Aftermath, this show that is a uh, kind of a collaboration ad with Game of Thrones, so they're partnering partnering oh, with something I, huge. Yes, yeah. I saw that. Basically, supposed carnage. people like
1: that show. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, spe-
3: speaking to, <laughs> to people see. that have never seen an episode, <clears throat> me and this guy to my left. Yeah, you guys <laughs> are, are
2: so missing. Yeah. Yeah, I usually, oh, damn, I don't have the, I, I used to have the theme song ready to go oh, at all moments. <laughs> Not that, you know, it'd be lost on you, so whatever. But yeah. anyways, um, released an ad called Aftermath that shows a suppos- supposed carnage of a dragon attack from Game of Thrones on the denizens of Bud Light's Dilly Dilly World. So already it's cool. And then the Bud Light Nick gets up, takes off his helmet. He's a super nerdy dude. Walks back uh, to the service tent stops at a, a fridge of bud light and then goes to the miller light uh fridge instead i'm going to skip the next the next commercial was called snow and basically it was a couple guys in stockade trying to reach a bud light couldn't do it once they were let out of the stockade they went to the miller light cooler hmm. here's my favorite part of this well one they're both they're both meant to look like legit bud light commercials they start off you know, with like the blue knight his, or whatever right yeah yep. i mean they they look like legit commercials Coors Light, though, is my favorite. Have you seen what Coors Light has started to do? They didn't release commercials. Uh, The marketing department for Coors Light says, Coors Light knows people are tired of the beer wars, amen, and would rather just enjoy a cold one during March Madness. So they're refreshing the conversation by converting Bud Light's negativity into free beer by creating the first ever smart beer tap called the Coors Light. Every time Bud Light says something negative, the tap handle lights up in bars across the country. When the Coors Light glows, it means the next round is on us. So the more Bud Light talks, the more we'll pour Dang. at select sections in New York, Dallas, Philadelphia, Las Vegas, and o- Omaha. I wow. thought you were going to say Oxnard there for a second. Right? But, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a cool idea. So it's like the commercial comes out and detects and it. It's like it lights up. Free beer. Like that's, you know. I, I like that. I'm kind of fascinated with how they're... they're Uh, Attacking the controversy.
1: That's pretty cool. Anyway, stab it at all angles, right there. Right there it is. But um, and that's the way the news goes. Nice one. Well, uh, here we are this time of year, here in the spring. So here we go. Alcoholic drinks are highly symbolic in many religions, though there are some, like Islam and Buddhists, that reject alcohol for its psychotropic effects. So Mm. we're not going to talk about those guys. Yeah, screw those guys, (laughs) right? They
3: clearly are not participating in the online shopping. (laughs) Uh,
1: There's a couple sides to alcohol. So alcohol drinks features in many religions, whether beer or wine. Pulque, which is made from agave sap in Central America. Mm. Chicha, which is made from corn in the Corn Traversy in the Andes. <laughs> or rice-based spirits from the Far East, which is Bud Light, I guess, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right. All these fermented drinkly, uh, dilly dilly. Are, they're super highly symbolic, right? And uh, the the complex fermentation process requires skill. And it's uh, sometimes can be a little unpredictable, but uh, basically it's attributed to their divine intervention. I know I'm super getting deep on you right here. But wine has replaced the sacrificial offering of animal bloods to gods. In the way. No way.
2: Yeah, Cole, yeah, you yeah. called
1: it. And was a way for people to commune with their deities, right? Cole's like, dude, when I was
2: in the Central America, man, <laughs> animal blood was <laughs> the jam. <laughs> the jam. I'm
3: telling you. Discovery Channel. The
1: and then, uh, you know, Catholic Church, they gave wine the sacred dimensions, calling it the blood of Christ. So, whatever.
3: And well, you, you, you get know, a you little
1: could, cracker. You take that as with well. as many grains of salt as you like. A uh, ceremonial use of alcohol um, It played out an important role in ancient rituals. It was offered as a libation that would accompany the disease, uh, deceased. Sorry, diseased. Do you have that drop for me?
0: Because I totally fucked that one up. Like not <laughs> even a single letter. The libation
1: would accompany the deceased <laughs> on their final journey or play a role in the rite of passage. Uh, oh. The cycles of life or the seasons, for example. I mean, honestly, basically anything that could induce mystical intoxication. Um, why this, the hell not? Yeah, yeah. Not, right? I'm in. Well, so shamanic rituals uses the psychotropic beverages to access the afterlife and to make contact with spirits, as is in the case with ayahuasca, and uh, you can find that in the rainforest. You guys heard of that stuff, right? Is that uh, the Yanomama one? No, it's gnarly, is it bro. Like it's
3: Amazonian Like Amazonian absinthe.
1: <laughs> oh. It's like it's like acid on acid, like on more acid. Like there, I
2: had to take uh, yeah. uh, just a, a side note on this, like um, based on this. Actually, no, it was a drug, not a not booze. But I just started the Anamamo at uh, my 900 person, uh, what is it, the anthropology class or uh, sociology, whatever the. Whatever that was, where you said you were shopping at Anthropology
1: and and one
2: of the salespeople (laughs) told you about it. Well, no, it's yeah, right? (laughs) Like, oh, this little crop top they wear to do drugs in the Amazon that's amazing. Or Coachella, oh, (laughs) no, same thing, same thing nowadays, same difference. But they used to uh, take like a a bamboo reed and shoot drugs up each other's nose. I thought you were gonna say urethra,
3: I thought you were gonna say ass. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, well, they well there you, you go. They <laughs> blow drugs up their butthole. They're Star a Butt oh their, um, uh, that's,
1: that's called colon rolling, it's like when you stick Molly up your ass. Oh, wow. I think that's Coley rolling. <laughs> Coley rolling.
3: Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll get that. Okay. Have so you so done that? No. Oh, I was going to
1: say. I don't know. He said it. I mean, (laughs) I heard you like feel it right away. I've never done
3: it, but I heard it's crazy. (laughs) Don't look at me like I've done it.
2: Hashtag colon rolling. It's like taking a whole shot of like, or a whole beer up your butt or whatever. The 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 butt 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 bong. The butt bong. (laughs) The (laughs) butt (laughs) bong.
1: Wow. I'm so cool. I know all that stuff. Uh,
2: Random uh, brown star tangent.
1: So, anyways. Uh, Wine is a central part of the Judeo-Christian religions And uh, getting into Judaism Wine is sanctified and consumed As a part of rituals Right? Festiv- it yeah. yeah Exactly right Festival of the Sabbath Um, It always begins with the Kiddush Did I pronounce that right? Kiddush Alright Kiddush The blessing of the wine before the blessing Did I read that yeah, right? The blessings. blessing of the wine before the blessing of, blessing of, of the it. bread the Oh there we go Okay The <laughs> Participants then pass around the wine cup Kind of like a dube Right? There you go. I'm they, sorry. They what? I'll take a sip. Yeah, they, they pass, pass, they pass the it to cup. the
3: left hand side.
1: Pass it to the left oh, hand side. Oh, yeah, got gotcha, you. Know? Okay. Just, and, uh, I really don't know. My, then, I,
3: I didn't. <laughs> you sounded I, like you knew. She sounded like she did. Yeah. I, I know. That was fine. Well, I, I
1: feel bad, like you guys, if you're religious out there, and we're making fun of your religion. I'm sorry. I'm but, Jewish. Uh, I, no, no. I'm there really you go. Yeah, there you go. We're not making fun. Yeah, we're good. We're we're just you know trying to get a crossover here and let people know about it. But um. During the Passover Seder meal, one of the most uh, widely observed feasts in Judaism, right? Adults and children drink from the cup of wine, and uh, and that's it's like part of their like ceremony, part of the the night, right? You know that, right? Okay.
3: Uh, I never did like the drinking, but they have like a like a whole spread that you do. Mm. Hmm. Well, salt, that, bitter herbs, the matzah—it's like a whole thing for the Seder. Nice. You know. I went to
2: a uh, Catholic funeral about a month ago, and. I remember sitting there watching the the whole, the body of Christ part mm-hmm. with the wine. That takes up like a good 20 minutes.
3: Oh, yeah, because everyone lines up. Or if you're not... Well, really... even
2: No, even just the yeah. guy doing it, he wipes it with a certain, like... Yeah. Know, I mean, there's there's so much ritual in the drinking of it. Yeah. And then everybody gets in line to go do it, but... They yeah. call that a cow.
3: sacrament, right? Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Communion. Communion. No.
2: So, That's what it is. So, so that well, being I think said, it's a sacrament when, when you know what... Is
1: it, yeah i it's don't fine. know i mean yeah I'm cool. not, i don't, I'm don't no even theologian know. <laughs> so <laughs> nor am i um so yeah so that being said the custom serves among other things as a means of expressing the joy and freedom regained of rejoicing and praising god's generosity and after that they want to definitely let you know that it is frowned upon to get like drunk wasted drunk during these things especially in the Judeo-Christian part of it you know like when you're in Central America you're, you're partying but when you're in <laughs> church they want you to be chill awesome. you know what I mean other than that but it's I mean not I've,
3: Coachella guys
1: you know no. I mean I, I felt like this is kind of something I knew but reading this and putting this together
3: I, I felt like I kind of learned
1: something right here so um, I don't know hopefully everyone takes away something like that and whatever this time of the year means to you hey have a good one
3: yeah do you
2: yeah I agree spring is uh i mean you think about spring from way back It's always been like the the whole new birth and like you know it's it's because you think about it like if you're living in in you know especially for us uh being you know latin based Mm -hmm. like from that part (laughs) of europe (laughs) 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 you know like suddenly you go from like terrible winter to like oh hey things are growing again we Mm. can eat again we can do all this again i mean spring's a great time amazing i'm fired up on i love it spring's one of my favorites i love it i call
3: spring fake summer Okay. Well, I, I call it
2: that after like, you know, and by the time you get to late May or like mid-May, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for summer. <laughs> but April, love me some April yeah, and it's some nice. like, you know, oh, no. wine tasting and like, especially in Central California where it's all green and it's nice. It's so pretty. That's true. Stuff, and it's you know? still
3: like a little cool where, it, you know, because Central California, gets really hot, especially in one yep. country. Really warm. So you mm-hmm. can see that here though. You wake up, you're like, "Ooh, it's sunny. I'm gonna wear a skirt," and it's freezing ass cold. That's why I call it fake summer. Yeah, I don't like it. Psych. <laughs> anyway, um, you guys like whiskey, right?
1: I do.
2: Generally.
3: Generally. Mm, okay.
1: I've I I drinking it a couple times. I could
2: yeah. go for a tipple, maybe, maybe, maybe a dram. Is okay. it were. a scotch? Yeah, so a little, when you little
1: drink bit. A, like a whiskey off a nipple.
2: A, a tipple. A tipple. Only if you lean her back.
3: Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, PBR's new whiskey is uh coming sooner than you guys think.
1: That's cool. I was going to say, oh, that's, that's what she said, drop. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, hey, I was going to let it go.
2: Oh, hey, coming sooner.
3: <sighs> uh. and it's, it, um, so
2: it's, it's pulling a, uh, a Guy Fieri? <laughs> yes. Mm. yes. All right, I got to go.
3: <laughs> and the article says it's been aged for five seconds.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, tell me more.
3: So you guys know that Pabst Blue Ribbon is an American brewing company, and it's known for its loyal, I guess, cult-like following. And it's now about to cross over into the hard liquor world with the help of a Michigan-based distillery. It's called Distillery New Holland. They're prepping for a whiskey launch, and according to MyBiz, the brands received federal label approval for the project last month. And while information on the release remains scarce, we do know it's happening.
2: So it's it's a definite go.
1: Well, there's so many people that drink tall boys and whiskey shots. There's like combos, right? Like Sansui does that Ugh. for like eight or ten bucks. You get a tall boy and a shot. I mean, they've been together forever. That's so true. might as well just That's true.
3: <pop> Oh god.
2: Do I tell you when I when I used to bartend at Fred's Mexican Cafe, mm-hmm. we used to do two dollar schooners, like the twenty ounce like goblets of Pabst. all day long there were hipsters in there just drinking oh, their yeah. fill of paps. Like is really it was, yeah, we says have a because that at two dollars for twenty ounces, that's a volume. Per, oh yeah, that's a volume sale right there. And let me tell you, we made money at it because we kept doing it. So, oh, <laughs> I tried it once. I'm like, okay, I'll you know like, no, no.
3: Well, they're they're trying to. Ma- I I feel like personally they're trying to make it sound bigger and better than it is. Well, yeah. So the New Holland uh, Brewing vice president, or sorry, president Brett Vanderkamp and Pab's spokesperson Alistair Duncan.
0: Like not even a single thank letter.
3: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what they said. We are not quite ready yet, as several details are still up in the air. But the project is quite a big thing, with air quotes. <laughs> quite a big thing. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Whoa.
3: So I guess PBR gained a relationship with New Holland in 2016 after the pair reportedly signed a deal that would allow PAPs to sell their beer. Uh, this move became effective in early 2017, and they expanded New Holland's distribution footprint. So that was kind of how the merge started.
2: So in a way, it's kind of a collaboration thing where they're like, hey, you guys do whiskey, right? And they kind of started talking. Yeah, distillery, and,
3: yeah and I guess yeah. they can. See, I support that, thing.
2: but still it's going to be terrible.
3: Yeah. Well, I guess the label has already been submitted to the Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau late last year. And um, here's what they say about the Paps Blue Ribbon Whiskey. And I quote, Made from nature's choiciest products, that the legend has it, <laughs> Jacob Best used in 1844 to provide its smooth, complex flavor. Sure, I'm gonna shoot it and go. Mm, <laughs> I have choicy. no fucking idea who Jacob <laughs> Best is, by the way. Super choicy guy. Do mm,
2: they do they not uh, explain foisy. that?
3: No, that's literally what it said. <laughs> uh, it the bottle will be 80 proof. It's made from 52 percent corn.
1: Hey, <laughs> the controversy continues.
3: <laughs> and a 27% malted barley, 17% wheat, and 4% rye. Did you say
1: weed? Wheat. Oh. Wheat. Oh, I was excited wheat. for a second there. Yes. Dang.
3: And it's also advertised as aged five seconds, which feels like a very PBR thing to do.
2: Yeah, it does. So are they using that same sound uh, stuff that Metallica did, or?
3: I don't know. Maybe. Oh. I don't know.
2: A- How can you age something five seconds? What do they dump it down no, like I don't
3: know. count to five? It feels just like a very PBR like thing to do. I don't know. It's However, like, well, we
2: could do this, it'll taste better. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, this no, no. PBR whiskey. Slow down. It We've, needs to be, you know.
3: <laughs> well, since this is like a thing, right? You know, like the people on Twitter, oh god, their feedback is kind of incredible. They're like easy there, oh. college boy. Oh, it's comedy gold. <laughs> Someone wrote PBR's making whiskey. Dot dot dot. No thank you. Um, <laughs> ick. <laughs> <laughs> this actually sounds dot 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 super fucking gross <laughs> pbr making whiskey my inner scumbag can finally evolve so that's like the uh i like the tw- that the one. twitter mm. survey that's mm. clever and that last one may or may not be a compliment but uh you know it was clever yeah um, back in November, the brewery faced somewhat uncertain future after Miller Coors threatened to end their partnership. So Pabst actually oh, ended I up... I remember that. That's mm-hmm, right. They ended up filing a lawsuit and later released a statement saying even though Miller Coors' market power is much larger than Pabst, they will not allow that industry to bully them or push them around.
2: Yeah, I remember that. And also I remember a news story where Pabst was starting to brew on their old, uh, the site of their, their first brewery. They came from wherever produced the first, the one and only blue ribbon that they got that is now named the beer, uh, like back in the 1800s or something. And so
1: back when like Franklin Roosevelt was just handing out blue ribbons across the country,
2: like
3: yeah, to anything.
1: I don't know,
2: maybe <laughs> he kept them under his kilt on a you know, on a little. Uh, he, rode yeah. on, he rode on a horse and
1: just handed them out to
2: cool. the children.
3: So I after, don't think he after did. After all that, yeah, it's like ugh, maybe Teddy kidding. Roosevelt did.
2: Just
1: kidding.
3: But how do you go from I don't know just. It's Bad sales and everything, in. and then you rebound with whiskey. So that's kind of what they're well, doing I mean, I kind of <sighs> PBR sales actually pretty
1: good. I yeah, see but it in a lot of places. The fact that they release yeah,
2: the, the thought that they're aging it for five seconds is crazy. They're <laughs> like they're they're totally tapping into the uh the white trash. Um um what's it uh, uh not white trash per se, but like uh Blue-collar.
3: ghetto, uh I don't even know if it's ghetto.
2: <laughs> well not, not ghetto, but like, you know, just like Hey, it's uh, the ghetto Riviera kind of like, hey, we're like, we're, we're classy, but we're right. Trash kind of, we we're making, we're making a choice wow. with this PBR. Cause that's a lot of the people I talked to at the bar that actually bought the PBR were like people who had money, but they're like, no, we're hipsters. We're drinking. Like oh, they yeah. didn't call Big themselves time. that, but they were. Oh, they are. Um, so I feel <laughs> like sure. they're Without with, with this five second aging thing, they're tapping. They're trying to tap into that again. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. There's like the, I, could like, be buzzed I don't up.
1: care. I, don't I care to not care.
3: Oh, Okay.
2: Yes, exactly what I'm trying to say, but way we'll, we'll better.
3: have to uh, we'll have to look for this on the shelves as yeah. well. We have c- quite a few things to look for. I'm still looking for Natterday.
1: Oh, I was telling Wiley the Metallica whiskey is at Stagecoach. We should get some and like do like a little sip. You know, oh just yeah. and That way we can taste it and see. I'm curious about how the music. I mean, if it does anything to it. I thought you meant it was
2: going to, to the it. music festival. Yeah. No. no, no, it's a Stagecoach, Stagecoach <laughs> liquor.
1: Stagecoach liquor. I know exactly. I'm right like, yeah.
3: oh, the one right by Orange Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted noobs. no, get
2: one, dude. We uh, absolutely yeah, absolutely, we'll do a no. tasting of that. Hundred percent. Even Darby will do some. Huh, Darby? No? Okay. Yeah, definitely I'm so do that.
3: Really get the zoomies. <laughs>
2: Dude, no, she won't. She'll just pass out. You need to you need to like, you know, give her a little bit more weed there, Sandra, so she like chills out because oh, she's losing her mind.
3: She would run to her bed, slam it into the little ottoman, and then run back off of it, and then run and slam her bed and run back. No, oh,
2: that's her producer. Yeah, now yeah, she's got a lot of energy to get that out. So anyways, well, I think we're getting to the end of draft fifty four. My God. Over a year. So we're I'm gonna go it.
1: into the brute Nanny with 55 under our belt then is that how it's going
2: So that's what uh, next week I think
1: yeah. uh, no we have one more after that right so it's not no next no no week. we got it's one
2: more
3: 55 Jaoi F-
2: maybe yeah this song's bad I love this song like I this album that it was on um,
3: I have traveling album without still. moving. Great song! I wanted a Kangol hat so bad because he had that.
2: Oh, dude! Like that whole video of him dancing, like for this. It's to me, this song's timeless. I'm into this song. Yeah, it's you know what's funny is like they got his picture here, like up close, like a um, on iTunes, like a very recent picture mm-hmm. of him. He looks like Bjork's brother. Is he haggard? He's, no, to me, he looks like uh, Marky Mark, like a little bit younger.
3: Can you show a little over here? Not haggard. He's crazy. Chilling? No, he looks good. He just doesn't...
2: He doesn't look like the guy who was dancing around in his kango hat,
1: though.
3: No.
2: <laughs> All right, find us online at boozeleague.com. Buy some pre-sale tickets to the Brute Nanny and come hang out with us. Do it. So I'll give you a quick update here as we're, uh, as we're going out. Um, just booked DJ Apple Juice. Yeah. Working for 25 years here in Ventura County. Also the DJ for the Moorpark Beer Festival, as well as um, another things uh, Havana... It's uh, Nights, uh, nights uh, up Santa Barbara
1: sick. He like plays at bottle and pine all the time. Too. So he's
2: gonna be there literally eight hours He's gonna be playing in between sets for our bands late-night union turkey buzzards and um, medicine hat Amazing. Um, So it's gonna be a hell of a time uh, There at uh, five threads go buy yourself a pre-sale ticket bundle normally we sell t- uh, Shirts for $25 Thirty dollars, uh, pre-sale ticket bundle will get you a shirt, a glass, your first beer, entry into VIP tickets for Surf and Suds, all for thirty dollars. Nice. Yeah, guys, get on it. Yeah, Ooh, get on it. Come yeah. party with uh, us. Go do it.
1: It's gonna be amazing.
2: Even if you're going, because I know Energon's having their Fruling Fest that same day. Oh
1: yeah. They end
2: a little bit earlier than we do, though. So go ahead and get your pre-sale tickets. Uh, we'll put aside a shirt for you, and uh, show up and uh, after-party with us, as it
1: were. Very nice.
2: Anyways, uh, find us on Instagram, at Booze League, uh, Facebook, Booze League. Um, what else? Twitter, at Booze League. Uh, find us on Vimeo, Booze League TV. Nice. We do have a video up there now. But we're getting ready to add a bunch more. Hold on. Quick quick announcement. You know, we talked earlier about Amazon and buying shit drunk. Mm-hmm. I've started a, uh, a featurette for Booze League TV. Mm-hmm. Drunk and manly with a commish. Because hmm. I tend to buy manly shit. So I recorded the first one. I'm just editing it right now. <laughs> sort of got buy like shit like shaving cream and like, you know, uh, I don't know axe. about an axe. <laughs> um, so I'm editing that right now. And uh, that will soon be up on Booze League TV as well as some other stuff.
3: You know, we'll me making multiples. Oh, nice. yeah.
2: rolling
1: balls with Coley. I could do like a joint rolling thing if someone wants to know how to roll a joint. That'd yeah. be awesome. Hey, you want to get high, man? Show you Just talk to Sandra.
2: Proper.
3: Joint rolling and matzo ball rolling with Coley and Sandra. Well, and you could do a lot of What's balls. What's cooking in your kitchen?
2: You could do matzo balls, albondigas balls, meatballs. We should
1: have a fucking... We should get Lonzo ball. <laughs> Dude, can you
2: imagine one day if you tuned in and, like, some six foot seven dude standing next to Coley rolling up some balls? That
3: would be kind
2: of funny. Anyways, all right, we're going to tune this out. Uh, cheers, you guys. This has been Draft 54. Tune in for Draft 55. Danger. Last one for the Brute Nanny. Woo.
3: Cheers. Cheers.